guys. Welcome back to the Orange Couch Podcast. This is episode two. Can we get a round of applause for good old Sam being back? Hey, I'm hey, back. hey. Sam has returned. And uh, you're here with uh, me. My name's Colin. And um, I'm Will. <laughs> I'm still good at cutting grass. I'm still not good at cutting grass. I'm what? What Sam, are we doing? Sam, Sam's not good at you've anything. You've lost it since you've been gone. Introduce yourself, Sam. I'm Sam. That's it? Yeah, wait. No Tell us facts. about your tattoo. You mean the <laughs> smoking hot fox I got on my arm? Yes. Yeah, so right Sam here? went to the beach and got a nice henna tattoo sure of a somewhat Japanese no. style here's, here's tattoo. The, here's the thing I want to talk to you guys about when I come to talk about this tattoo. Not the tattoo. I want to talk to you about the woman that gave it to me. This woman has been smoking her whole life, obviously. Smoking cigarettes like Marlboro Reds, Cowboy Killers. You know, you can't. Attract the Camel She's Crush. She's what kind are we talking? I mean, I don't think she cares as long as she gets her daily dose of nicotine. That's fair. So I'm very scared. I'm always scared. Her, her building is this rundown purple shack. On the island, on St. George Island. So it wasn't at like oh, your, no. it wasn't no. your average like Alvin's Island. Oh no 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 no! By any means, absolutely not. So we walk in, and the first thing I notice is she's got this dresser, and the thing, the the knobs that you pull the door, the drawers out of, are fingers. They're like pointing all different directions, and I was, <laughs> and then she walks out, and y'all the entire time she did not raise her voice. She did not. She talked like this right here the whole time. She was a real stoic, like she, Brutus. When she just talked like this the whole time, she'd say, come here, what kind of tattoo do you want? I'll give it to you. And I was like... And you are like, give me that, that sweet Japanese yeah, give me that, fox give me that on my bicep. Yeah, give me that sweet box right here. And she was like, where do you want it? And I was like, right here on my arm. And she bicep was like, is a very generous term. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, I just said, I just said my arm. Because <laughs> I... I um, so, she, she's this wrinkly old woman who... I'm not trying to hate on her. She's very sure. nice. If you're listening to this podcast, lady, thank you for my tattoo. It's very nice. Um, <laughs> I doubt she's listening to it, though. But she, we walk in there, and it's at like 930 at night. And she's... Real spooky hours. Who gets a nighttime henna tattoo? It's a spooky hour. Like, what, a weird, what a weird... Well, we've been on the beach all day. You know, We're not going to go in from the beach and get a henna tattoo. I guess, but... That is a kind of strange time to get a tattoo. And so she 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 put it on me and um she taped it. She taped it up with some tape and then she y'all she went <laughs> She was like she was like, I'm sorry if I hurt you and I was like, It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and yeah, that's about I, what um, did the slapping make the tattoo go into your skin? I don't know what something? it did, honestly. I don't so it didn't the really make a difference. Is, the real question is the last thing we have to know about this tattoo is like, is the next step permanent? You're going to ink it in? I think so. I think he's going to ink it in. <laughs> Not right now. Maybe. In the Maybe future. later. Maybe Doubtful. in the future. Highly. If I do it, I'll, I'll be surprised. I feel like Miss Susan would kill you. Yeah, I, that's probably not going to happen. Well, like I said, we're glad you're back, Sam. Thank you. But Colin. also, I'm glad you brought up this, dare I say, cringy tattoo experience. Oh, snap. Because this brings us into our first topic, which is uh, just cringe in general. And I think it's a term that's kind of come about in the last... Five years, you think? Five years, I'd give it, give or take. I I agree. And, and this I term, this term, cringe has come about by anything that just makes you feel uncomfortable or embarrassed for someone. And I don't know well, about it makes you, Colin. You physically cringe. Yes. I don't know about you, Colin or Will. I don't know how invested you are in the internet. 
Sometimes I like to torture myself and look up cringe compilations on YouTube. Do you do that? Yes, I've done that plenty of times. I do it an unhealthy amount. Yeah, I think I do too. Is there a word for people who like are super into the internet and YouTube videos It'd be like and a that sort of stuff? Meme lord, I prefer the, the term. meme lord. Okay, <laughs> guys, I'm not one of either of those terms, so I don't, <laughs> I can't comment on this. Yeah, I yet. consider myself a meme lord. I would, I would say I was too. Yeah, but I think going <laughs> going into this this whole cringe topic, we got Will's a, just we a got a, we've got a bottom line question <laughs> that we want to answer super towards vanilla. the end of this. But I think to start off, we're going to talk about a place that I hold near and dear to my heart, and it's literally. The epitome of all the cringe in the world has been put on this app, and that app is called TikTok. Uh, Anybody else? I would talk, but I'm chewing a oh, I will say Sam's this. got his pizza rolls because he's a hungry boy. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. <laughs> um, this is Will. Uh, well, they know it's Will. <laughs> Who else know. would it be? Listen. Anyway. This is Brad. <laughs> Brad's here. I've forgotten <laughs> everything yes, I was going to say now. All I was going to say is I think TikTok's ads are terrifying. Like the like ones the you see on the mask, on like oh, yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, oh, so oh, yeah. That, see, that's the kind of stuff that I really don't like seeing So that's on what TikTok. led me into TikTok. And I think when I saw these ads. You saw that ad and were like, yes. yeah, i got to well, get me I some saw of that. Like, I saw these ads with those people <laughs> or like cosplayers or people that necessarily cosplay anime. And I really thought that got my interest peaked and I had been looking up cringe compilations and I said you know what let me download this app and see what it's all about Mm -hmm. and what I got was an eye-opening earth-shattering experience and I attest to a gift of God that I'm even on the app don't push it that is it's serious it's that serious and I'm talking about there's people on TikTok who are the most cringiest people you'll ever watch on the internet and I think the thing is, because Vine was the same way. Vine had this cringy thing, and then it had a funny side. But I think the main thing with TikTok is that these people that are making these cringe videos are 100% sincere. It's not a parody. It's not a joke. They are legitimately serious about their craft. They're going for it. Yes. Yeah, they, to them, it's their, it's their content. It's just right. it's, it's the stuff that they put work into. Siri, what do you want? You said serious about their craft. Give me that. Siri needs to go home. She's drunk. Siri's gone. I have a question to pose for both of y'all. Go for it. Um, Because, like, I think you just let us know that you're super into anime a little bit. Well, we'll get to that another Uh, day. No, no, no. Here's my question. question. Here's my question. (laughs) Would you identify with the... The word... The weeb crowd? No, No, not that. No. Would you... Identify yourself as like a nerd, a geek, 100%. a dweeb, a dork. Yeah, but 100%. which one of those words do you identify with nerd. most? Because here's my You're thing. You're a nerd. Nerd is like comic books, cartoons, music, movies, that side of things. And a geek would be more so leaning towards pocket protectors, math, science. Like school. School things. Okay, what about you? What word? What Wait, what, dweeb, what's, a, what's a dweeb? Geek, what's a dweeb? Nerd. A dweeb is a slang term for someone who is a nerd or a geek. You're such a, a dweeb. Dweeb. Right. I think it's got a little bit more of a negative connotation. I agree. I'm just going to say, I'm not a nerd. 
I am I a door. Neither fully. I am I'm so. I'm okay. too cool. We'll classify him. He's door. Okay. Can we agree that Sam's a dweeb? Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> He's a dweeb. Um, <laughs> but I definitely identify as a dork. But I just think of dorks as being like super over enthusiastic Look, about the things they like. Would a dweeb have a henna tattoo of a fox? A hundred percent. Yes. Yes. In every way. <laughs> Every way. And I think he would have gotten it from the lady in the purple shack. With finger drawers. With finger drawers. <laughs> I think that would have been his number one goal in life. Well, in that case, my goal has been fulfilled. I can Thank die a God. happy man now. <laughs> meme Lord, Dweeb King. Sam yeah, asked Meme you. Lord and the Dweeb Rip. King. I mean, I literally wrote that P. I can feel that P. Is go- Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, why? Hey, look. Why? During Swamp Gravy, when we had our socks, I didn't. Everyone wrote their name on their socks. Mm-mm, I wrote Meme Lord on my socks. Because everybody knows that you're the Meme Lord. Exactly. Okay. So anyway, back to this TikTok. I just wanted to get to the point that although I do think these people are cringy, and I do get a good amount of cringe from these people, what I can appreciate is that these people go, dare I say, balls to the wall with their content. Absolutely. Like, they have no kickbacks. They do what they want to do and say what they want to say. And no matter how cringy it is or how many hate comments they get, they continue to put it out. Like, it's it's their thing, Well, you it's know? just fun to them, you know? Like It is. It's their fun. Did you admire their bravery. I do. Gotcha. Because I think there's probably people out there that do this kind of stuff a lot, and they're just embarrassed to show it. But would you say that they're, when you say that it's cringy, is it that it's, the stuff they're doing is just like, oh my gosh, that's like mortifyingly embarrassing well, to also, me. It's also second secondhand kind of embarrassment, I think. Because like you're doing yeah. this and you're like, I would never do Yeah, that. 100%. Because they're doing stuff that like is not the normal. I'll give you some examples. Let's go into some examples. Okay. So, okay, first things first. We'll talk about anime since we brought it up. There's people that cosplay anime and they literally use different sounds because you got to use a sound on TikTok. And they do these cringy dances and they do these cringy like that. They do this weird thing where when they talk, they kind of cock their mouth to the side and like oh, get um, their hands yeah. going. And I don't know what that is or what it's called. If there's a I, term, I think let it's me to know. make them look more animated because sometimes Maybe they so, sometimes they don't anime look has like some, real anime's people. got exaggerated they features. Don't, sometimes I'm looking at these and they 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 don't look real. They really don't. And they well, look like the one fake. On the ad looks like a puppet sort of. Yeah, well, I know. I and know it, and like sometimes they really get into character, and especially if it's like a scary one. And the, oh, not scary. Scary is a bad word. There's some creepy scary ones. ones. Creepy and they ones. like the way they move and the way they look at you. Yeah. And it's really unnerving. And it, sometimes it, it freaks me out a little bit. So you got those guys, those anime guys. And then you got the Juggalo clan. And if you don't What's know who the that? Juggalo clan is, these are followers of ICP, the Insane Clown Posse, who are oh, a, yes. I've uh, heard of this. a duo of two white bros that dress up in clown makeup. And they have a rap group called Insane Clown Posse. I need you guys to let me know. Am I the only person who doesn't know about any of this stuff? I don't like, think email so. us at I'll the Orange Podcast at gmail.com. I'll give you let a, me fun, know. a fun fact about a fun fact about Colin Cower is he is a vast pit of useless knowledge. Same. And I have many things filed away that I can bring up at any moment. Did you see that <laughs> that e boy? That you know what an e boy is? Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Oh, this when he was talking about abortion on TikTok. Do you remember that? Did you see that? Yes. I'm not shaming him for having political beliefs, but TikTok is not the place. Yeah, I totally agree. But, I mean, there's just people on there that do that. And it's stupid. Okay, but 
But let me ask you this. Go ahead. I have no idea what this guy said, but like, why isn't it a place that people can talk about politics? Because a majority of... I think it could be. I, I think, because like, from what I can tell, TikTok is a place where I think you should go to have fun. These people, I don't go, I don't just go on TikTok because I want to, no, but like, I think people go in there just to have fun and express the stuff that they want to express, and it's majority, would you say the majority of it's children, Colin? No, not in my world. <laughs> they want to express what they want to express, but they can't not express politics. their political views. I don't no, but like talking about politics. The guy but that, when he talked about his politics, he, he got shut down. Like, I mean, his account, I don't know if his account got shut down, but no one ever, I think everyone unfollowed him, and he lost a bunch of viewers and stuff. So, like, it's just, it's a very, very touchy place to talk about politics. That's the world. What's next? Sure. <laughs> well, like, I mean, there's other populations. Like, I've, I've seen pagan cults that oh make God. TikTok videos. Oh oh no. I've seen, and one of my favorites is the werewolf cults. These are people that, like, they're called therans, and they think that they're actually an animal or a werewolf. And Oh, we're definitely going to talk about those in yeah, October. Yeah, we'll hit that in October for <laughs> sure. But, like, I'm just saying, like, those are, like, the cringiest people and in a sense, I don't even want to say cringy in a bad way. And they do make me cringe. I give them that. But also, they're just doing their thing, man. Yeah, you it's, know? Just, I mean, it's just expressing themselves, you know? And I do think that there's some positives about TikTok. I think it's a huge, because I've seen that there's a huge, you know, intellectually disabled, development disabled, whatever you want to call it. There's a huge community of that. And it's a very positive thing to get out, for them to get out there and put themselves on the Internet and put something positive on the Internet because... It gives them an outlet like they're being heard and seen, you know? Well, and Absolutely. they can build community that way. Right. And, I, and, and that's so, for everybody. And so those are the good things about TikTok. But God almighty, is it cringy sometimes. <laughs> I mean, like, and I, I and I think it's a human thing to want to cringe at something. Oh, like it's, I, I think, it's, a, it's like a cigarette. Yeah, we like, we love we to love cringe it. about something. We are love you to feel craving something. cigarettes, Samuel? No, I'm craving hit cringe. TikTok. If you're craving a good old camel crush, instead of popping that bead, <laughs> hit the hit your phone and get on TikTok, you know? Again, I, I'm going to go ahead and confess something. I don't actually have the app TikTok. I just I scroll not? on YouTube you and I look up TikTok cringe. I'm not yeah. downloading well, TikTok. I think you should. I'm on there. You should. You can follow me. I have no videos, but I do send. I'm a very good connoisseur and middleman, if you will, of you, cringy TikToks. You curate I the cringe and the send best See, people I know it. make TikToks, and they show them to me, and I... Some of them are funny. Some if you were going to make a TikTok... Very not, few. Here's my thing. I'm not there to laugh. I'm not there to get the same experience no. I got with Vine. I'm there to cringe. So that's yes. why my For You page on TikTok has got to be cringy at all times. That's oh, why absolutely. I keep up with the cringy people. So God, man, you're like an addict. <laughs> so if you were to put a video up on TikTok, sure. what would you do? It'd be of the funny variety that I thought was funny. I don't know. Oh, it do might you, be cringy to other people. Did you Who see? Do you, do you like the time traveler memes on TikTok? Because I love those. Explain. And so so it, it'll be a time traveler, and he'll pop up, and he'll say, what year is it? And then the guy will say, he'll be doing something, for example, playing with a turtle, and he'll be like, it's 2019. Then time travel will be like, what are you doing? And he'll say, I'm playing with my turtle. And then time travel will be like, what's a turtle? And then the guy looks at the camera and he's like, oh. This was <laughs> riveting. Sure. So you know riveting. what I'm talking about? See, see, so that I would find like funny or like comedic. And I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Cringe. These are funny. These aren't cringy. I was, just, I was just throwing that little tidbit in there. But I think 
we can segue away from the TikTok to get to our own cringe. Real and life Will, cringe. Will has oh. the question. Oh no! For us. Okay, guys. So, I mean, I don't know. We can take this a couple different directions. What, what is a, a moment in your own life that you think elicits some cringe? Something that might be embarrassing. You don't have to go too deep because some of these embarrassing. Oh, I can go pretty traumatic. deep on some of mine. But you know what I'm saying. I think you should start since you asked the question. Agreed. Okay, so <laughs> even if you don't want to, <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm ready. Um, so what of my, I don't, I don't, I don't get terribly embarrassed that often. But when I am embarrassed, I remember it forever. Um, and like sometimes, you know, sometimes you'll say something and it just comes out, and you just you can't take it back. And then you realize as soon as you said it, it was dumb. But you're like, Ooh, I've, I've got gosh. a lot of those moments. But the one, that, the thing that really sticks out uh, to me came, I think, in it was either I think it was seventh grade, um, and it was Valentine's Day. Oh no! And, <laughs> uh, oh no! The girl I liked was in the other homeroom, so there were two seventh grade classes that year. Name so please. I was in um, I'm Coach just Manry's class. Well, I mean, it, it's not no. going to be a secret, but I, we'll protect Leave it her out. identity. Good. Um, but anyway, so I decided the night before I am going to blow her mind and make her a burnt CD. Oh, nice. With a bunch of love yeah. songs. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I went and sat at the Dell. That's yeah, like a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went through. Yeah. I went through my iTunes. Oh, yeah, because I was very smooth. Still like, I'm, it's, it's a curse. Smooth um, as Rocky Road so ice cream. I went cream. through my oh, iTunes. No, don't do that, Sam. Oh, yeah. Picked out the best songs I could find. I'm sure there was some Rascal Flats on there. Because, like, Ugh. let's be real. I know, y'all. Was, Rascal Farts. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway. So I make this burnt CD. I break out the markers. I decorate the CD. I've got it in a, a gel case. Which Tell you put, me you, you put, put some hearts yeah, on that I'm sure it had hearts on it. Had hearts XOXO, on XOXO it. from Will. And well, I don't know if I would have been brave enough to put XOXO <laughs> from Will. But I... Love, Will. I... That morning, I got to school and I took it to her homeroom where she already had a dozen red roses on her desk from another dude in our class. Whoa. So then I had to hand her this CD when he had like broken down and gotten the roses, right? I mean, it was rough, but I, I mean, I committed. Did you right? cry later? No, but so I, I, I like, I mean, it's very awkward later. and embarrassing because, like, <laughs> clearly she was already, like, flustered over these roses, right? She's and like, I give her this. Oh, these like, roses. Oh. And then she's like, oh, Will. Oh, thanks, Will. Okay, thanks. but guys, that's not, thanks. that's not the most embarrassing part. Are you kidding? So, flash forward, flash forward 10 years later. 10 years? Probably 10 years. And she still has the CD. She tells me, I've been in love with you since you gave me that CD. Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. What really oh, happens is. Screw you, no, man. No, what really happens is. She said, Will, do you remember that time for Valentine's Day you gave me a burnt CD? And I said, yeah. Duh. I do, for sure. I remember those roses, too. And, well, and she said, you know, I took it home and tried to play it, and none of, there weren't any songs on there. No. Oh. So not only oh. did I burn this CD and embarrass myself that day, 
10 years I later. I said even worse. Later. Oh, no. <laughs> no. But the plot twist is. <clears throat> plot twist. We are in love and we're getting married. That's nice. False. Where is she? Off Bring her out, guys. <laughs> and Bring here her out. she no. is. Just kidding. She's actually is engaged. I met the dude. He's super nice, and I think they're perfect for each other. Oh, throw up. <laughs> <laughs> you know you'd be better off with her. No. <laughs> She's listening, and I can tell you this. You made the right choice. <laughs> what do you mean? Like her? She made the right choice? Yeah, she made the right choice. Well, we're Maybe not to date the guy who gave her the roses, I'm just but to date the guy I'm she's got now. I'm just tell her, listen up, lady. If you'd have never gotten that CD that had no music on it, you'd have never met your current fiancé. Yes. So thank Will, You're please. You're so welcome. Leave us a five-star. For five the wonderful star. life you are living. <laughs> Leave us a five-star review, please. <laughs> thank you. That'll be $10. Um... Hit us with that sweet well, cringe. Here's the thing. Don't act like you don't have embarrassing stories because oh, you uh, are a walking embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh, my heart. Um, He's alive, guys. I'm so just kidding. I, don't, I know I have plenty of embarrassing moments because, like you said, plenty. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure I've chosen to like voluntarily forget them. That's fair. Your but brain can do that. See, I want to think of one. Because Colin just rolled his eyes so hard. Well, the if viewers don't know that. My face. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, when we put this up on YouTube, they will. Are we? Is that a plan? Oh yeah. We, th- we're not talking Keep about the plan. We'll, okay. uh, we'll talk about that at the end. So you're trying to avoid this. Are, okay. The only one I could think of right now is in sixth grade. These are all middle school. That's a common thing. Um, in sixth grade, I was. In this guy's class, guy, it's the teacher. I'm okay. not going to say his name because he's a good guy. This guy. Um, you all know him, though. You both were taught by him. So um, he he taught my mom as well when she was in school. And he was teaching us math and science. And uh, I forgot exactly what happened, but we were passing out papers, like passing them back down, down the road. And mm-hmm. I... Um, I got our papers mixed up, me, mine and the girl behind me. I got, I got the papers mixed up. So I was like, hey, I turned around and was like, hey, will you swap with me? Because I think I have your paper. And she swapped. And then he, he was like, what are you doing? Why are you swapping papers? And I was like, because I, I, uh, 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 and he was like, huh? What are you doing? And I don't know. He yelled at me and I cried. You cried? What grade? Sixth. Oh, In sixth grade? Yeah. Dude, For paper I, passing? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I didn't let anybody know it. I I, I put my head down. Went to the bathroom? <laughs> no, I put my head Went down. Went to the bathroom and got a good cry out in the second Sure grade. did. That's the most embarrassing thing. That's the thing most embarrassing thing it, you have. It, it, I that, know okay, for a fact that's that not story right. is indicative of the fact that there are much more embarrassing stories. I agree, man. Absolutely. I mean, no, absolutely. Oh, I agree with you. I just cannot think of one off the top of my you head. You push them out that far? Huh? You push those memories out that far? God, I wish I could think of one. I, I I remember a treadmill ripped my fingernail off one time. That's, That's not embarrassing. embarrassing. That's, That's sucks. Yeah, it did suck. All right, Colin, what you Sam, got? Sam, you're going to have eat. to pivot to myself. Yeah, please. Save All me. Right. So, oh, no. here we go. Oh, no. When I was a, and this is recent, so it hurts a little more. Mm-hmm. When I was a senior in high school, we had a rock band class, 7th, 8th grade, at SGA, where we all went to high school, with a wonderful man named Rick Lagordia. Legend. It's a legend. Um, I learned how to play music from this guy. 
And so every year they had a rock show at SGA. And at this rock show, you would play songs and things with some classmates. And so 7th, 8th grade, you did it for class, and then eventually you had to do it yourself. So we had a band together. We did it every year. And then senior year, Colin started feeling like he could style himself in a way that would make him look presentable to people, which is false at the time. And I can admit that now. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Is this the start of the beanies? Yes. Okay. I think keep it going, is. Keep going. Keep going. Well, see, in my Tinder profile, the beanie <laughs> is not a, a staple. That was a date party that I had to wear a beanie for, but I did wear beanies after this event. So let me just get into it. So we get to the rock show, and I'm going to lay out a picture of how I was dressed. And I don't want anyone to laugh, but if you feel the need to, you can. So I had on jeans, not bad. Tennis shoes, not bad. I had on a Harry Potter Four Houses t-shirt with the Hogwarts crest on it. Not bad. Had a beanie on. The beanie was a Harry Potter Ravenclaw house beanie. Not bad. You were 18? Here comes the kicker. 17. 17. Here comes the kicker. Okay. My dad was an avid biker at the time. Uh And when I say biker, I mean bicyclist. Ah. A cyclist, if you will. Nice. And he had some cyclist gloves, oh. fingerless, of, of the fingerless variety. <laughs> and your boy thought it would be cool to wear the fingerless gloves <coughs> because he, in reality, he thought they were cool. Yeah. And uh, so I wore the fingerless gloves. <laughs> and uh, I realized quickly as we got to the rock show that this was a horrible mistake. I should not have worn this get up, and I was going to be made fun of, if not to my face, behind my back. And I started to regret my decisions. So Colin thought it was going to be a smart idea that when we went up and introduced our band, I always did the introductions. I was introducing our band. We were kicking ice that year, like the slushy brand. I remember that. So instead of letting the fingerless gloves slide and not mentioning them and just playing the drums... I tried to justify them in front of a crowd of 200 or more oh, people. No. So when I went up there, I said, hey, my name's Colin Cowart, and we're kicking ice. I introduced all the members of the band, and I went, I know it's weird that I'm wearing these fingerless gloves, but I'm wearing them because I have blisters from drumming for three weeks straight. Insane. Okay. Uh, Can I ask a follow-up question? Follow-up. Go for it. Why didn't you just ditch the fingerless gloves? Because I... In my heart of hearts, I thought they were cool, and I just wanted people to think they were cool with me. <laughs> but don't. Do you I'm think sweating right now. I'm okay, visibly okay, but sweating. Like, okay. Right but did, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, if you're, I think you could probably pull off fingerless gloves and be like, I'm not a with a rubber, Hogwarts but house I think it's beanie the and a Hogwarts, Hogwarts house shirt. Agreed. There is nothing wrong with the Harry Potter stuff. Okay, yeah, that's I get that. But listen, there's nothing wrong with that, Sam. But when you're playing in front of a high school oh. that does not accept Harry Potter <laughs> people and you wear a Hogwarts house shirt and a beanie with a Ravenclaw crest on the front and, might I and add, 17. gloves of the fingerless variety at 17, not a good look. Because, like, let's be real. I think You should have looked really cool because you were a drummer in a rock band. And instead... <laughs> <laughs> so like you're going like to Dragon someone, <laughs> someone just pulled into the driveway. Yeah, it's probably McKay. Ah, huh. McKay. The sound anyway, guy. Anyway, <laughs> so I was talking about that, and it really 
just got my cringe going. And, you know, it's just something you can't live down. And I think the cringy things should at least show you that no matter how cringy you were, at least you're a little bit better these days, you know? I definitely think I've only gotten worse. <laughs> That's not a true <laughs> no, it's statement. definitely not true. Definitely not true. Also, oh, I did almost cry on stage, if that counts. Oh, you bawled like a baby backstage, though. What is <laughs> That's not embarrassing by any That's means. That's not embarrassing, though. It's not? No, he, not Sam to me. doesn't understand what embarrassment not is. Not to me. I, I, Maybe yeah. that's why. Maybe from now on when he does things that are embarrassing, we should be like, like you should be embarrassed. These are like, <laughs> these are like insert foot and mouth moments yeah. that are like, I should not have said that because now I'm way more embarrassed. I think than I we definitely been. just won. One I think so. I'll win 100%. I could come one up with one. some worse ones, but I, I don't know if I could think of them right now. That's I don't the know. Worst that one, one is the one that really stands out for me. That one was just fresh on my brain. I just I don't is know. Is it time then? Yeah. So for I'm, Sam's I'm glad I'm, I'm a glad that we guy. could I'm glad that we could uh, um, really just set aside our cringy moments so you don't have to. Thank you. Um, and just embrace your cringe and download TikTok for God's sakes. Sam, <laughs> take it away. Are we doing the crypto? Corner? Oh yeah, All we're right. back. All right, here we go. Now this crypto corner, you know, I didn't usually last last week. I had a few notes and stuff written down. I have nothing for this one except. The Sam, topic title. Luckily, I have a computer in front of me. Thank God. Go for it. So, this week I want to talk about secret societies, Ooh. specifically the Masons, the Illuminati, the Shriners, you know, and any other ones you can name of. Okay. There are. There's an abundance of Masons around here. There are. The graveyard. Are. I, really my grandpa, shows that. My grandpa's one, and he is very. Tight-lipped about it. He does really? not talk about he it. He won't very show much. you the little secret handshake. No, I want him to so bad, but he will not. Why? I don't know. Do you it's have a secret. chance of being accepted into this Freemason society? I, I almost want to ask him to invite could me you be just so I could be a spy. But I don't society. know. See, I read that there's a punishment if you reveal the secrets of the Masons. Oh my God! What are they going to do? Kill your I know. Family? I okay, so I read that in order to be initiated Maybe. into the Masons, they show you what the punishment is mm-hmm. so you so you know what will happen if you reveal the secrets. And what it is, they take a blade and they, like, cut your nipple or something. Um, I'm not joking. I'm just telling you. I read that. Entry into a club means somebody's going to cut my nipple? No, they're not going to cut I'm your out. nipple. They're going to hold a knife to your nipple and be like, if you tell our secrets, I'm going to... St- Slice you open. Uh, you know, I'm picturing Freemasons take here. Me. It's hard for and me I just, to take that very seriously. I don't seriously. see someone holding a blade to my nipple. Well, maybe it's not their nipple, but it's definitely their chest. Okay, maybe it's some chest hair. They're gonna rip out some chest hair. No, it's well, a blade. They hold they a blade. Okay, so it's to a blade. You. So, is there a chance that you could be inducted within the time that you're gonna be on this podcast? And I don't you know. What's the odds of a high schooler world? being inducted into the Masons? I don't know. I don't know their age. Me neither. Age I don't ranges. know. I have no You're idea. You're the one who brought this up. You're I know, the one but I didn't bring it up to, to be inducted All right, into well, it. I'm gonna, since Sam has nothing written, I'm going to hit you with some Masonry facts. Thank you. So Freemasonry, Take it away, masonry and consists of a fraternal organization that trace their origins back to the local fraternities of the stonemasons. And at the end of the fourth century, they regulated the qualification of stonemasons and their interaction with the authorities and clients. So basically, this started as a league of crafters, um, apprentices, and just master masons, you know? And I think the consensus is with most of these secret societies is that they they control what goes on in the world. But now, now I don't think the Masons have any real control really? in the world. I, I mean, do. I don't think the world on a world I think scale. Sam is definitely, making himself a target. I definitely think coming for him now. Local oh, well. governments, 
they have a pool there. But like, if we're talking about world domination, Illuminati. Think they're the only ones that are set on world domination. Hey, speaking of Illuminati, have you ever heard of Bohemian Grove? No. What is that? I'll tell you. Um, so, it's this secret little clan society of, and it's real. It's a real thing of like all these world leaders. Like President Nixon was part of it. Uh, Reagan. Well, of course he was. Carter, he did Watergate. Uh, Richard Nixon. And I think uh, Clinton. What just happened? <laughs> you ever seen that? <laughs> uh, Futurama. Richard Nixon. No. That was alarming. <laughs> Richard Nixon. <laughs> I think I, I feel think like Clinton I'm in was in on it too. Right I had a stroke. I'm so sorry. what it is? So these these world leaders gather in this <laughs> in this grove. Um, I, I think it's in California. Bohemian Grove. Yes, actually. And they that grove? they have like these weird little rituals and stuff that they do. And um, the the so a guy snuck in there and got. Supposedly, he got footage of the stuff that they do. This guy's pretty well known. You might know him, What's Alex Jones. Oh no! Yeah, not so the footage Alex is obviously Jones. fake. The footage is fake. But like, he was claiming that what they did was they do satanic rituals and like sacrifices in this grove. And there's like prostitution that goes on and all kinds of stuff that goes on in this grove. And like, when it when it's a real meeting, they actually do meet in this grove. And the security is so tight that you cannot even get. Within a couple miles of the of the grove. So it's like. Area 51 for the Illuminati. Yes. So let me hit you with some fun facts about the Illuminati. Alrighty. Hopefully, just bringing them up won't send them down to our neck of the woods. But uh, the Illuminati is basically the opposite of the Freemasons, right? How? They like to tear down buildings. Yes. So like, <laughs> in the, in the in the eternal <laughs> fight of good versus evil <laughs> in literature and in the world. People think that the Freemasons are your quote-unquote good guys and that your Illuminati are the bad guys. And the Illuminati is there to control the world and the happenings of the world and what happens in the world. And that's why people think that people like Jay-Z and Beyonce or people like that are in the Illuminati because their one goal is one world order, the new world order, you know, running everything. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that Beyonce says in that song... Something about y'all being corny with that Illuminati mess. Sure, and that's exactly what she'd want you to think. Am I right? I think if Agreed. you were running the world, you would want people to know you were running the she world. Did. She, she did. She said, who run the world? The world. Girls. girls. Girls equal Yeah, but Illuminati. Jay-Z's not a girl. <laughs> uh, he could be. You don't maybe know he, that. Yeah, you maybe never know. He could be some that. weird hybrid alien or something that we just oh, don't know. Oh, that's another thing. Those reptile eyes. They think that some of those people that are in the oh, Illuminati, no. Justin Bieber, Beyonce, Obama... Those reptile eyes really get you going. Wait, wait. Let's be clear. If this is a thing, Justin Bieber is not in it. I don't know, man. Period. Maybe no. he maybe he's got a persona that makes you think he's an idiot, but in reality, he's. I don't the, think he's an idiot. I just don't think. What he's if his What if his IQ is like seven hundred and fifty, and we just don't know? It? I don't think it goes that high, Sam. What you might not know that you might not think it goes that. High. Oh, okay. Is that what we're playing? We're playing those games now. I'll, let's be real. The only the only thing I know about the Masons comes from. National treasure. <laughs> Can oh we God. please no, no. segue to one of the greatest Disney movies of all time? National treasure with a one man, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, two words. Get out. No. You don't I like Nicholas Cage? Where's the like next Nick one? Cage? I'm down. No. no. Why? I think he's. Uh, I need to hear this. Sam doesn't like anything except I for think, TikTok and Illuminati. I think. Nick Cage is 
overrated as a bad actor. You think he's overrated as a bad actor? Yeah, everyone everyone loves him because he's so bad. He's he's he too is. bad to be loved. Listen, there's some good Nick Cage movies, and my name one, 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 one of them one. is Get National out. Treasure. National Treasure is good. National Treasure is a we good movie. We gotta steal the Declaration of Independence. We mu- we gotta steal the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration Guess of Independence what? needs he to did be it stolen. And he saved America. You're welcome. We're gonna steal the the Declaration of Independence. What was that? Nicholas that was Cage. his Richard Nixon coming back out. No. <laughs> Nick Cage. Have you seen The Wicker Man? Yes. Left Behind? Yes. No. Nobody is going to be able to follow this episode. Yes, they, they will. Like, Everybody loves happened? Nick Cage. Who doesn't Except love Nick Cage? Me, Sam. No. You're just saying that. Hey, guys. This is Colin coming at you from the editing room. Uh, the reason I have you here right now is because the podcast went a little off the rails. I got really uptight and in my feels about people not liking Nick Cage, and it really just threw me off. We also, for some reason, started talking about the Magna Carta, and Sam just had to read half the whole thing. So uh, basically, I'm pulling you out, and I'm putting you back in where we kind of get over our feels. I get over the fact that not a lot of people like Nick Cage, and uh, we continue the podcast. So that's where I'm going to drop you back in. Thanks for listening again. I don't believe this. Oh, let's just move away because I'm flustered, and I, I think I'm just I'm flustered for all the wrong reasons. I hope you people that are listening out there just love Nick Cage. But before we move well, on to our something? ads, let's throw yeah. out a little ad for ourselves. You can follow us now on oh, Instagram, yeah, guys, uh, at the Orange Couch Podcast. Just follow us there. If you have any feedback, you want to send us some topics or something, you can email us at the Orange Couch Podcast, or you can just at DM gmail.com. us like a normal person. Okay, some people well, like to email. The, email. the older Let's folks be, only use email. Yeah. Sam. What do you expect my aunt to do when she wants to throw out a topic? She's, she's not going to be on Instagram. Because guess what? She still hasn't accepted my follow request. <laughs> anyway, Colin, tell us about our sponsor today. All right. Let's head into the sponsor zone. So... We have a grand total. I just of want to say this really quickly. God dang it! It's Will. true that my aunt has not um, does not follow me on Instagram. She will not accept my What's follow your request. Name? What's your aunt's I'm name? Not First throw name, Darlene. Darlene, get on Insta and follow your nephew for God's yeah, sake. It's really he hurtful. needs it. It's really hurtful. He needs he it. Look, he's about to start crying right now. He's tearing up on the couch right now. Anyway, can I go? Yeah, can I sorry. go to the sponsors on now? Head to the sponsor zone with Colin. Sponsor zone. Thank you. So, <laughs> our one and only sponsor for this week is, and I quote, I'm terrified. There's a new place in Blakely, Georgia, that you can check out. And I hear that it's a great place to get some munchies if you need a few little nibs of some food. And let me hit you with the name I'm so because scared. the name really caught me off guard. It's called Two Scoops and a Dog. McKay says he's a regular Wait, there. Wait, this is a real place? Yes. And uh Yeah. And so I thought the name intrigued me, Two Scoops and a Dog, Ice Cream and Hot Dogs. What a combination, you know? Yeah, they have buffalo wings there now too, McKay says. And so I just want to go ahead and put it out there. If you think the name is intriguing, you should taste the food. Um, and I think that this sponsor will not go unnoticed now that we've mentioned them because a lot of people are going to head that way now. So get if you you've got, cone. get you a waffle cone, get you a few scoops, and munch on a little hot dog while you're there. And so this has been our sponsor for the second episode of 
the orange couch. Thank you. All right. Now we're going to head over to Will for his topic, which is kink of the week. Kink of the week. Kink of the week. Ugh. Sam, Sam is disdainful, like but it's okay because he just made us talk about secret societies and <laughs> TikTok for an hour. So. Okay, I was not the TikTok cage. one. That was Colin. <laughs> okay, okay anyway, fair enough. It doesn't matter. Go for it. Um, this is actually inspired by um, some events in some Colin's events life. Of my life. Oh, that's not what I meant. Exactly. Not well. You'll understand in a second. We don't need to say that. We don't need to say that. This just has nothing to do with my life. So, but last night, Colin did... Uh, I murdered an animal on accident. An opossum with his vehicular device. Opossum? Yeah. That's what o it's called. silent. An opossum. No, the O is silent. I don't believe that. It's Continue, possum. Will. Continue, Will, Sam. I just think whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Anyway, so this week's kink of the week is... <clears throat> drum roll, please. Necrozoophilia. So not God, that just sounds bad. So <laughs> sounds this is a paraphilia awful. characterized by sexual attraction to dead animals. Ugh. Oh, God. Ugh. Get out. <laughs> we can't. Dead zoo animals. We cannot uh, talk about this. Yes, we can. Yes. No, we cannot. Yes, we can. Dead animals? You're Are you telling me, Sam, ask you, has never driven down the road and seen a little squirrel oh laying no, there. Oh, no, I don't like this. And just gotten a little hot and bothered because there was a dead squirrel. That's yeah, I, you uh, gotta cut that out. You cannot. You're stuck. Wait, man. wait, wait, wait. Let's just talk about this. <laughs> he so, to watch it. So let's say somebody comes along in their pickup truck. And they just smash a raccoon. Mm -hmm. oh, you think people are coming along behind mm -hmm. and like picking them up? Picking them up, like hey, <laughs> picking them up. Hey, baby. You know um, what I'm saying? I I think it. I I'm gonna. This keep is very I, gross. Well, I, I think. Well, no, no, no. So <laughs> I agree. I think that I think we can keep this. Not G-rated, obviously, but I think we can keep a PG-13. I don't want to go into the weird people like that actually. Do this for real. I just want to talk about it in a funny sense. Okay. So, like, I see this dude in this big pickup smoking this possum and just getting out and kind of winking at it and walking over, laying down on the side and being like, hey, uh, you come here often? Um, I like your guts. Ugh. Oh. They're real nice. And just twirling that little possum tail. Ugh. And just, Ugh. you know. You sicko. It's getting a little sweaty. So here's my question. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. This sicko. Oh, God. I don't like it. Obviously, this King of the Week is really getting getting a little but darker basically, what I think we are, uh, I think what we're coming to with every King of the Week is that they all seem to put you in danger. Because, like, if you're laying down trying to pick up this possum or this raccoon, you're going to get smoked you by You might get car. hit by another car. And, and then, then you know who's coming along for yeah, you. Who knows who's coming along to pick you up? <laughs> it's probably gonna be somebody know, who's not who's That's not a, a necrophiliac, but somebody who wants to like. They're missing a couple you, teeth, man. They're gonna take you in and like process you like a deer. Ooh, like you're gonna ooh, be in their freezer, real, and their mom's real, gonna be making spaghetti oh, out of man. you. How would that spaghetti mm. taste, though? <laughs> <laughs> I try uh. it. You think you tried? No, absolutely not. I love spaghetti, but not that much. Well, how about this? So, since we're on this topic now, the other day, me and McKay were having a um, a, a discussion, if you will, in the car about if one of us, if we were both stranded on an island, and one of us was coming to our deaths, or we had to, mm -hmm. would you eat the other person? Mm -hmm. 
And my answer was yes, and his was a resounding no. So I would like to know if me and one of you dudes was stranded on a desert island and it came down to it, would you eat me in cannibalism? Yeah, I definitely would. And I, I also, so. I, I also I will say that I could do it. I don't. I also will say that I think not only would I eat you. I think I would push you towards death so I could eat you if it really? meant that I had God. to survive. I don't know about that. Yeah, no, I think, I'm a, I've, I think I've learned recently I'm an incredibly selfish person. Well, I don't I, think well, I that's could fair. Do it. I don't think I could bring myself to cut you open and, and I eat think, you. I think the point was that <laughs> McKay was it. trying to make the point that, like, if, if we were both on that desert island and I happened to die and he did eat, you know, a calf or a bicep or whatever, <laughs> toast it up, munch on it a little... I think after a while, like after you've been rescued, you would deal with some PTSD, depression, oh, anxiety absolutely. about having to eat your own friend and that you're still alive because your friend, you know, let let you yeah, take a little nibble. Like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. What do you think about auto cannibalism? What is that? What's Where that? you eat yourself? Like, if you, like, say you're stranded alone and you have no other option, do you cut off your leg and eat it? I think I could eat a finger I mean, dog if I had to. But then, then you r- run the <laughs> risk of bleeding out too okay so here's my and now one christian reichard okay friend of the show would argue that you're committing cannibalism right now anyway because the the skin cells in your mouth are constantly shedding okay and now you're that's eating pushing it christian go home that's pushing it that's pushing it man i just think and another thing i will say if anybody is ever stranded on a desert island don't eat the human brain because if you eat the human brain <sighs> You'll get uh, it's something along the lines of like gray matter syndrome or something where like if you eat someone's brains for some reason you have their memories. No, that would be <laughs> strange, man. <laughs> but uh, if uh, if you did eat their brain matter, you get like the shakes and like uncontrollable. I think it's arrhythmia of the heart. And so. I think that's something to definitely stray I away from. I think I from. have those anyway. But I'm just glad to know that Sam wouldn't eat me and that Will would eat me without a doubt and push me towards death. Um, Listen, I'm just saying, if I thought that was my, if I thought I had a chance of surviving, sure. And the only way to get there was to was to like eat a toe, push you off a cliff, and take your body off the rocks and butcher you up and roast I you. I guess over it a would fire. be fresher that way. The question would be. The question would be, how do you keep, how would you keep the body long enough to eat the whole thing? Because like, I don't think you, I think you'd cut the cook at all and eat it pretty swift, or yeah, but store it, help store it in a cave. Where no, you maybe it was cold. Like, maybe you plan ahead. No, maybe you plan ahead and figure out some evaporation system so that you can maybe so. save some salt from the ocean and can then make some salt. Uh, yeah, you could cure it. You could cure it. See, I'm definitely listen. I'm just saying. In, in an apocalypse situation or a stranded situation, I might not be the physical specimen to, like, take on zombies or something, but I have a little bit of a brain. I think I could survive a little bit. Yeah. I won't make it to the end of the, and of I, the thing. I think what, what, I'm, what another thing I'm trying to at least get to is that a lot of these questions, like these what-if questions that people ask you, I think the thing is, like, do I want to eat a person? No. Or do it what I want to, you know, fry that calf? I wouldn't. But if I ever was truly in that situation, would I say no to it? And I think the answer is no. I think I would definitely eat you if I was at that point in my life, you know? Okay, now let me pose this. I saw a Snapchat story one time about a guy who had something removed. I don't know if it was a Like lung. a kidney or something? 
I don't know if it was a lung or a kidney or something. It, it, and it was cancerous, but part of it was unaffected. What do you mean it was? Uh, oh, like he so had he's cancer. not eating the cancer. Right, right, right. They removed the cancer. Then they gave him the healthy part of this sure. organ. And, and he, he took it home. It. And his friend was a chef. And they cut it into strips <laughs> and made tacos out of it. And several of his friends came over and ate it. They all ate it. Ate Chad tacos. Would you? Would you? If you had an organ taken out that you didn't need, would you eat it? Would you eat it? McKay's got a question. What's your question? The Illuminati. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. He's saying that these these people are probably in the lizard people category, Um, and I think that could be a possibility. But I, I just. I think in that situation, I would, but like as a person right now, no, I would not eat somebody. I would never think to be like, hey, Doc, can you, uh, can you hand me that piece of my stomach so I can have my friend can you, saute uh, it with onions? Can you like, uh, no. give, me, give me a little piece of skin graft so I can make some pork cracklings with my own skin? Oh, like, no. I, just, I don't think that's the way to go. McKay says, what if you get cancer again in that part? It freaks me out to think about, like, okay, I have. I had a bone graft put in, right? Really? And it freaks me out to think about the fact that somebody else's bone is in my body. Yeah, I think that's that. There's probably a term for that. I'm not sure what it is. We can, but we we can hit that on a later date. Phantom pains and things like that. Um, but I think this is a perfect time to segue into our next topic, which is dreams. And so I think dreams is a pretty broad topic, and it also has. It probably is going to have the tendency to get a little more serious, but at first we're going to talk about just dreams in general. So, like, I guess everybody's had those flying dreams or those, like, dreams you have a superpower. Absolutely. Like, those are always fun. So, like, y'all got any specifics for that? I when mean, you fly your dreams, do you just get to fly like Peter Pan, as in, like, you just you just have control over it? Because one time I had a dream that I could fly, and I think I was in, like, a Peter Pan sort of situation. Yeah. But I... But you could control it. I had to flap my arm. That's a little scary. <laughs> and there's an alligator like underneath me trying to eat me if I fell in the yeah, water. Yeah, so this is like a Peter Pan-esque dream. Yeah, but I had to flap my arms like a freaking chicken. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, I've never had a flying dream. And Chickens I, oh, don't fly. Another one, like on superpowers, like sometimes I'll have, oh, not lately, but I've had dreams before where like I have a superpower or specifically I'm like a Spider-Man-esque character and like... When you go to tell people about, you know, said powers, they go away. Mm, interesting. That's cl- that's a that's a good concept. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You got any weird dreams like that, Sam? Um, no, not really. Most of the dreams that I've ever had, I did have a reoccurring dream when I was a little kid, though. But most of the dreams I have now, I don't usually I don't remember, and the ones I do remember are they're not interesting at all. Really, man, you don't have cringy stories, and you don't have cool dreams. Do you remember your dreams? He's a not dream. really. Well, there was not a period. Really. I can say this: there was a period in college where I wouldn't dream. Like there was a solid year where like I could not remember my dream. Because well, they, like, they say that's what that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, they they say that you dream every night, but they like your ability to remember the dream is based on how well you're doing in the real world. Yeah, I haven't whoa. had. Wait. Yeah. Whoa. Wait. Whoa. Wait a minute now. Yeah. Also, they say so. That like at those times, like I was in some depressive or maybe anxious stuff. Well, like I'm not I wouldn't remember. But well, I, I mean, it could be anything. I don't think it has to be that. You know. But well. also, they say that if you, when you wake up, if you like, cause so, you know, like sometimes when you wake up, you know exactly what you were dreaming about, and then it goes away. 
you know, you'll forget it. But yeah. they say if you lay there and think about what your dream was before you get out of the bed, you're more likely to remember Well, that's right. kind of like keeping a dream journal, too. And I'll kind of come back to that when we talk about the next He's one. He's destroying my dreams. dream journal. Send him to the oh, principal's office to be expelled. Please don't bring up Sharp Boy and Lava Girl references, Sam. That's not going to be fun. Um, but another thing, Dweeb. and this is a fun fact about dreams, and I know this is a fact because I read it in like a like an actual medical paper when I was in research studies. Um, but you, did you know that like everyone in your dreams, every face that's created in a dream is not a like just made up face that your brain just makes up. Like your brain, like if I was walking through Disney World, all the faces I saw and processed, they go into a file for creating characters for your dreams. Yes. Okay. You say that, but what I want to know is how could you possibly prove that? I don't think that's real. I, I don't think, think you can think prove that. I, th- I think because guess what? That scientist A doesn't know who this person in my dream looks like. Nor do they know every face I've ever seen. I think it's more so on the brain function side of things where it's like your brain, they know that your brain doesn't have the capability to process or create an entirely new person. Well, I don't know. That, that I feels don't think too that's true. What about like people that strict come up with for me. characters? Like for movies and stuff. Well, they've seen that. Yeah, but I mean, you're pulling stuff you're from saying everybody. Like, all the time. Like you're always pulling stuff, you know. And here's the thing: I think I, sense. I think I believe this. I just don't like how like how real it is. How like concrete they're trying to make. It. I mean, I don't think anything that has to do with dreams is 100% concrete. I know. I'm just saying that, like, while it's probably true, I have doubt. Yeah, I can see that. But I, it's cool to think about. Isn't it? Yeah, I think that like so. your brain, like, okay. your brain but is constantly processing people's faces as you just pass them by. Yeah, but like, what about the dreams where you dream that somebody is trying to kill you, and you're running all over town, and you see that person's face? Well, I is had a dream. Of, my, I mentioned my reoccurring dream when I was a little kid. My reoccurring dream when I was a little kid, so I was being chased through a dungeon by the Goat Man. I'm not joking. So well, like, how did the like brain what, work? What they would, what they would argue is that that the face that was on the Goat Man was someone you have seen before. Whether you remember it or not. Maybe a goat. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, actually, I do. I remember exactly what, what the face looked like. It was, um, I, well, this just proves your point. But, like, whenever last week's episode, I, or I mentioned that uh, my brother used to dress up as the goat man and scare us. Yeah. It was the mask that he wore. Okay. It was so, chasing me. So, 100%. Thank you. You're welcome. For proving that. Okay, don't say thank you. You Will didn't write the doubts. medical journal. Yeah, I didn't write the medical <laughs> journal. I'll give you that. I didn't do that. But God, so, that like, thing was. Th- I think God, there's a lot. Okay, well, I'll agree with me. Will and say that, like, I think there's a lot about dreams that people don't know, other than the fact that, like, for the first hour or hour or two that you're in this, you know, dream state. And then once you hit that rapid eye movement or REM sleep, as they like to call it, that's when you start having those dreams you remember and the ones that are, like, you know, kind of concrete in a, in a sense. Do you think that every dream that you have mean something in your real life? Do you think it's like your subconscious working through things? Yeah. Always? Absolutely. Like they're never just like for entertainment purposes? I think they <laughs> all I think they, they all have something to do with processing what you've gone through just in your life and like in your day to day. But I think that they also those can also be the crazy ones. But you're just mm-hmm. not you're not a hundred percent sold on what exactly means what. Okay, so let's talk about this for a second. So, this is going to get a little crazy. This is where people are going to think I'm really nuts. So, 
you know, you have these, you have some dreams that are like long and their stories are like, you're talking, you're standing in one place and you're talking to this person and suddenly you're standing and suddenly you're both in Disney World and suddenly Disney World is now your backyard and suddenly that person and your sister, it's your mom and suddenly your mom is a dragon. You know how like dreams change so quickly? Yeah, they do. You have those dreams that are long and can be like a long story and feel like they just keep going and keep going. But sometimes I have little baby tiny snippet dreams where it's like being this person in this place and we're talking about something that we never in a million years would talk about. Okay. Yeah. But then flash forward three months, I'm in that place with that person and we're talking about that thing. Is that A, Will is a psychic, or B, some really I strange version like of deja deep, vu? I think that's some deep version of like a subconscious thing. Okay, McKay says I'm a time traveler and I feel like that could be right. So what I'm saying is like... I think it's you're right. Sub, you're subconsciously thinking about that conversation, and that might be something that you actually want to have with that person. So your brain is processing that and filing it away. And so when you do get in that situation with that person, your subconscious kind of pops it up to the forefront, and you use it. But it's always something that that person brings up, and it's never something consequential. It's always like, for instance, like an example of one of these dreams might be me and McKay in a McDonald's in Times Square and he said, like, man, that car that drove that just drove by, yeah. like that was a weird shade of green. And then that happened six months later. Now, like, I can concede that that's probably just a weird form of deja vu. Really but like, at the same time, like, yeah, what if there's something else going on right there? Like, another thing could be like, what if? It's good. It's fun to think about. Like, if your brain perceives that, fake. your brain perceives that as it was a dream, when in reality it was just a thought you had as it was happening. I could tell this. Tell you this right now. You're not a psychic because psychics aren't real. Mm, they're well, not real. They're not real. Okay. They're not real. They're not. We'll talk. About, we'll talk about that during the Halloween Halloween month. <laughs> You guys better be ready to tune in in October because yeah, we're going to blow your mind. Really we're going to have vampires, tarot cards. It's going We're down. not doing tarot cards. Why not? It's tarot, no. not tarot. Whatever. I didn't say I we ain't were doing it. Either. it that, but we're going to talk about Satanists it. try to get me to we're touch a Satanist. We've got to cut him out calling us Satanists. We're not, not Satanists. That's not beyond. Anyway, what, like, what I'm saying is like I really think that That's it is right. like some right. kind of process. Like it's some kind of brain process because like – and I'll go into, like, I guess, like, for me, I think that a lot of times, like, especially once I started dreaming again, like, after those two years in college, I think that one of the, like, the weirdest stuff that was happening to me is, like, I would find myself in dream situations that were actually processing what I was going through. Yeah. So, like, there was, like, this reoccurring dream where, like, I was meeting with my ex-girlfriend on this park bench and we were talking about, like, the things that didn't go right or, like, what actually happened because I... Like, you know, I felt like I never got those answers or I felt like I wanted more. And I think that was just my brain in a way of processing what I was going through at the moment so that I wouldn't have to deal with it on a day-to-day basis with stuff, you know? Yeah. So I don't and – and I think that's happened to other people too. Like these people – like like you're sending yourself these messages, but they bring them to you in the form of people that you want to hear that from. Do you? That's that's a lot. Sorry for going so deep. No, it's okay. I'm just trying. Now I'm thinking about dreams I've had recently. Right. All of my dreams recently have been like kind of alarming, though. Like right. I find myself waking up scared a lot, just because of the content, or like 
Well, McKay would McKay say it's because my the house, house is haunted. House is creepy. But I think, I don't know. I've just had some anxiety stuff going on lately. So I think all those feelings are yeah. finding their way into my dream. And like I think. <laughs> Although I, I will say the other day I had a dream that I had a baby with someone. Oh which gosh. should be anxiety and inducing, but it wasn't. It was kind of nice. Yeah, but like that's one of those kind of crazy ones, right? Again, though, I'm still not ready to be a dad, guys. I don't think any of us are. But like. Don't you think, like, in, in some ways that might be some kind of anxiety where, like, like say with, like, a baby, like, that's something that somebody has, and, like, you and that person in a normal society are supposed to take care of that and nurture that. Like, what if, like, the baby in your dreams is, like, your relationship with that person you, or, like, some, okay, something that shares with that person? Cry. I'm not. I'm yeah, just saying, is. like, what if it's something you're supposed to nurture with that person and you don't feel like that person is nurturing it with you and that's where that anxieties come from that's all i'm trying to say is like because like you hear about these people like with these pink elephant dreams or like these there's always a banana for some reason or like you know and like all these people try to interpret those as like well that's just this and that's that or like the banana is a symbol for like this the slippery situation you're in you know and like i think that like even those situations that seem kind of weird there's always something behind them that you're trying to take care of i would i would like to throw in a little tidbit here um if i if our viewers, or li- viewers, listeners, hear me talk to myself. I'm not talking to myself. I'm responding to McKay, who doesn't have a microphone. Yeah, McKay doesn't have so a mic. So keep that in mind. We'll He's in this room for the next, without a microphone. So just uh, if you hear anybody go off on a tangent, it's because we're talking to McKay, and I, we're gonna try to get him a mic at some point because <laughs> we'll think got about some good it. Stuff. We'll think about it. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I just think there's more to dreams, and like. I think that, like, I love dreaming, and I like trying to figure out what things are. But like you said, like, if you don't harp on it long enough, it's going to be gone. I think that makes sense to me, and I think that's something I do a lot. I think almost every single one of my plays that I have written, like, for me personally, has been about me trying to answer a question for myself about, like, something I didn't understand or a relationship that I wasn't clear on or like if you look at any of the plays I've written I think that's what I'm trying to do is because I can't necessarily process it in in just thinking about it but when I write it and I can put that distance between myself and make us into characters I can get a little more perspective on it so maybe yeah. that's what dreams are doing in it's kind of like putting it way. on paper which and, and all this talk about putting it on paper I'll go into my next topic which is the same topic, but it's just a little jet off of it, and that's lucid dreaming. Has anyone ever heard of lucid yes, dreaming? Yes, I've experienced it. Right. It was very, no, very, wait, 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 very wait. minor. Time out. So I want Sam to explain his lucid dream, and then I'm going to explain what I've seen of how to lucid dream. Wait, first then, define lucid dreaming for us. Okay, so I lucid mean, dreaming will, or whoever doesn't know what it is, lucid dreaming is the act or the conscious conscious effort to change your dreams or you become conscious while you're in a dream you become aware that you're dreaming the awareness and wherewithal to change the dream or do whatever you want or create whatever you want because you're conscious in that state of mind but here's the thing though with that you can't just realize that you're dreaming immediately go start flying or create a house or something like that like you have to right but here's the thing what i i don't remember very many of my dreams and most of the ones I do remember aren't very significant. Like I had sure. one the other day that I don't even remember what it was now. I couldn't tell you. I know I remembered it, but I can't tell you what it was. But like I had a lucid dream about a couple months ago where it wasn't a big deal. I was just driving in my car. But I, for some reason, 
it hit me in my head that I was dreaming, and I knew I was dreaming. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm dreaming. Uh, and I could feel myself, like, I could feel myself about to wake up. Because, like, usually yeah. that happens to me when That's I realize I'm dreaming. I could, I'm like, no, I'm going to fly before I wake up. I'm going to do it. So I, like, <laughs> I'm still driving, by the way. And yeah. I just started levitating a little bit, and then I woke up. Dang. Yeah, so it, it cut off before anything good happened. That's what saying. McKay says he has lucid dreams. He looks like he's about to fall out of his chair, want to talk. We definitely got to get him a mic. But what I'm what, so so what I'm saying is like so what I've read up on and watched on lucid dreaming is that these are the things. Is like you have to realize how strange dreams are, and that kind of goes back to Will saying that like his mom will change it to a dragon or change it to another person, or like you'll be in Disney World one second and she's not gonna lie to you that I said she turned it to a next. dragon. Well, I mean, it was a good dragon. <laughs> this is a good man. example. What if it was like uh, 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 Safira from Aragon? Any uh, you Aragon are nerds? a nerd. I do, you read, do you read those books? Yeah, I've read. Oh, them. I love those. Yeah, books. thank you. Oh my god. So anyway, so like, so basically, and you guys, say, if I'm the cool one here, oh we've man, got problems. We got, we got a lot of problems. But uh, what, like, so they say the first thing that you need to start doing is write a dream journal. So like, when you wake up at when you wake up at night, or like if you wake up in the morning, like you need to write down what you dreamed in exact detail of how you remember it. I would also like to point out that mine was accidental. I did not try to lucid sure, dream. It sure. just happened. So you start keeping a dream journal. Sam is so special. He can lucid dream without even trying. Like I said, you keep a dream journal. And then, so you start, so what you have to start doing is like these things that are like habitual behavioral changes. So like during the day, like at five o'clock every day, you like pinch yourself and say, all right, I'm, this is real. Like I'm, I'm in the real world. I'm real, whatever. Or you check your watch, check your watch all the time or like check your phone all the time and say like, this is real, this is real. And so eventually you'll get in the habit of doing those things so that when you're plopped into a dream at night, you'll start doing that habitually in your dreams. And once you start doing that and asking yourself, is this real? And you're in a dream, you'll realize you're in a dream. And then you can go from there. And they say like, start doing small stuff like, try to change your watch face. Like, when you look at your watch and you're like, oh, I'm dreaming, like, try to change your watch face color. Or, like, try to change the color of the sky or do things like that. And they say eventually, with doing this over and over again, you become aware that you're dreaming and you can consciously make the effort to change things within your dream. I'm going to be real. Go ahead. This just gave me, like, some existential dread. Really? Yeah. Well, Because here's so? the thing. Because, like, sometimes I pinch myself to see if I'm dreaming in real life anyway. Right. Because, like, something will happen, like a near-death experience. Or like, you're oh, like, dang. Like, I almost hit a car or something. I'll be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Is this real or am I dead? Sure. So, like, I don't think I need to be, like, uh, doing encouraging it, like, doing that again. behavior. Yeah, like, I read that, like, um, in, in dreams, the reason, like, you have to check your watch is because, like, in a dream, your watch will be moving at a way that's not... Yeah, normal. Like, like, it'll move, like move. when you realize that things will be going out of normal. Yeah, you'll you'll notice things that are not normal, and then that's that just further your conscious reality it. that you're not dreaming. Like I can remember Inception, the one basically. the one time I feel like I've done it, and I'm not saying this is real or lucid dream is real or not, but what I'm saying is I've experienced something that I think might be, and what it was is like I was laying on a hospital table in the dream, and this guy came in with like a scalpel. And he was about to, like, cut into my leg. And I was, like, like in my, in my head in this dream, I was, like, there's no way this is real. I'm definitely dreaming. So, like, behind me there was a mirror, and I can remember I was, like, smash the mirror. And I smashed the mirror, and then I was, like, pick up the piece of glass. And I picked up the piece of glass, 
And then I stabbed the guy. And when I stabbed the guy, I woke up. And I was like, dang, I, like, did it. Like, I knew what I was doing, you know. But I've never been able to replicate that ever again. So I'm not sure if that's just, like, me thinking that I was you or if I actually did. You have enough. That's what I'm saying. But I don't, I don't have the time to put that into place. I'd hate for you to run into that guy again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you think is the deal with reoccurring dreams? Because I definitely had a reoccurring scary dream when I was little as well. I think, um, like, reoccurring dreams for me, and I've talked about like to McKay about this, but, like, reoccurring dreams to me, like, I've never been plopped into the same dream again or, like, a continuation of that dream. And I know some people have gone through that, but my experience with it is, like, one week my dreams will have one theme, and then the next week my dreams will have another theme, and then maybe a month later I'll have another theme. And, like, when, I'm, when I say theme, what I'm meaning is, like, the, the lens through which I look through in my dreams changes. Yeah. So, like, it might be a sepia tone one week, and then it might be black and white the next, and then it might be, like, a more vivid, sharper tone the next. And then, like, with, with each of those filters there's, like, a theme to the dream. So, like, there was one So, this week, week's theme is Valencia. No, I have no, no, not like that. But, like... You did say that you had... I don't know if you would call it a reoccurring dream, but that you would end up with your ex-girlfriend on the same park bench over and sure. over again. So, wouldn't you call that a reoccurring dream? Yeah, I guess you're right. But we talk about the same things over and over again. Exactly. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That exactly. is reoccurring. Sorry. <laughs> My reoccurring dream was not nearly as interesting. I and I don't know. I guess, and it, and it took a lot of that reoccurring in order for me to get over, I guess, that that pain or that depression or whatever went into that. It took me a while to get over it because now I really don't have those dreams. How long much. precisely? Oh, God almighty. Probably six months, seven months, every other day for six or seven months. You had the same dream every other day? Every, for six, six it was the months? same dream, different conversations, six or seven months. Dang. My reoccurring dream was that I would wake up and need to, I would wake up and need a drink of water. So I would get up and walk to the kitchen. And when I got to the kitchen... I would turn to my left and see the window. And coming through the window was a man with bright orange hair and a light pale green face. And I Ganondorf could not from Legend move. of Zelda? You're <laughs> such a you're such a nerd. Sorry. No, I would I would I would stand there and be frozen. I could not move. Yeah. And he wasn't coming in the window. He couldn't. He never moved closer. But he would wave his arms up and down, and I would just stand there screaming. But I couldn't run. I couldn't really? move. And I never got my freaking glass of water. So why? And this happened how? So like, what was oh, the time for that? Like, I was very. Like I was young. For forever, you know. Oh, it was years Dang. when I was little. But it wasn't all the time. It wasn't all the time. Yeah. But it that's was like freaky, man. Yeah, that's really creepy. That's freaky. Not this house. This house is not haunted. Yeah. It's my um, childhood. So I had I remember this one dream that's always stuck out to me that I had when I was a little kid. It wasn't reoccurring, but it was very, very weird. And y'all are gonna think it's y'all y'all are gonna call me crazy when I try to explain it to you. Because the creatures in these dreams were crazy. Well, yeah, I, I've had a lot of those. I've had a lot of those. Yeah, this dream is probably why I just don't dream anymore. Yeah. But so uh here's what happened. We were and my entire family was over. At our house, we were having it was at nighttime for some reason, and we, um, me and my cousin were upstairs, and we were in um, my parents' bathroom. My parents' bathroom has a really big mirror in it, and um, we looked in the mirror, and we were both standing in front of the mirror, and 
our faces were not on our faces. Mm. Like it, we couldn't see our like faces. Like it was flat. Yeah. Like smooth faced. Yes. But then, like when I would look, when I would look at my cousin, I, she had her fa- her face was there. It was just in the mirror. It wasn't. So we were like, "What?" And we ran downstairs to tell our mom, our moms, and um, this y'all, this is when it gets weird. This is when it gets crazy. Yeah. So we we heard, uh, the window broke. The mirror, or the window. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't scary. It was orange, and it was. Don't think it's Minecraft. It's not. It was a block creature. Yeah. It was like that kind of shape, and it, like a, it like had an big. No, 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 no. Just no, blocky. Y'all are yeah. literally speaking a different language. Okay, it, 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 it get had, out of here, Will. Can we, put, we, can we put a nerd alert? Wait, wait, the, wait. I'm not done. Beginning? I'm not done. And it had these big, it was huge, and it had these big black eyes. And then, y'all, this is the weird, this is the thing that always throws me out the most. The mouth wasn't as common. Like, the shape of a comma. For some reason. I don't know why. And it chased. Okay, it was so the grammar Nazi. So it came through the window and it, it, it was silent. It didn't make a noise. And it just came. It was a comma. And it, it was, was a pause. It was coming through at us and it was coming at us. And we like flipped the table over and pushed it against the window so it couldn't come in. Yeah. And then we, so we ran to the other door and we opened it. And they were like three of them coming, and we were like, "Oh my god!" So we closed the door and they locked all had it. commas, or were they all different punctuation marks? No, they all had commas. Okay. For some, I don't know why they were commas, but they were. And like, so my uncle was like, um, "I'm gonna go out there and freak him out a little bit and get him to go." I don't know if that's what he said. He was like, hey, "I'm gonna go get yeah. a, get rid of him," and he w- walked out, and we closed the door. Y'all, I heard a scream. Oh no! And just end it there. The story can't get no, better. No. And then, and then they, they, well, okay, well, they, they came, they knocked down the door, and then I woke up. Yo, that dream uh, haunted me. It still haunts me really? to this day. Like, have, have you had it recently? No, I haven't. Like, had, what's I, the most recent you've had? The it? comma man. It was. It, it's been. You. It's been. I had that dream in like elementary school. Like it okay. was a long time. Okay. And I've never forgotten it. Well, I don't know, man. Like it was so. Like, see, weird. and I'll, I'll tell you this too. I can think, and I know there's probably more, but I can only think of like a handful of times where I've actually had a nightmare. Oh, that was the worst oh, nightmare. No, I yeah. have nightmares all the time. Like, I, I never have like bad dreams or nightmares. I have a ton of and dreams. And now that I'm saying that, I'm definitely going to have one tonight. And well, I'm I just gonna don't hate have it, dreams anymore. I, like, I, I, had, I have so many dreams about a, like a sort of like a scream slasher movie situation where I was running really? around Arlington in and out of places with somebody chasing me. Oh man, McKay brought up something that I got to talk about. Have you ever had those dreams that like you're fighting somebody or are trying to kick something or hit something and like you can't punch? Yes. Like it goes so slow. Oh my or you, god! You're hitting them. That just and, brought and up a dream that I had. Anything? I had That's a dream where I was trying to fight a guy and I would I would I was I was punch, I was hitting getting a hit him, but it can. was like. It was just a. It was just a very soft. Here's the thing, though. That wasn't his dream. It was the fact that he <laughs> has string bean arms. You have been mean to me this no, entire come podcast, on, and man. I don't know. Okay, why. since he's got the solution, what's the solution? McKay, get out of here. McKay says, "Just choke him out." I've that never had work. that dream. I'm a lover, really, of a fighter. <laughs> huh? 
I've had that several times. Yeah, it's like you you go for a punch, and it's like it's almost like you're underwater. Like you can't just. Yeah, it's just like that. Oh yeah. wait, drowning dreams? Never had those. Nope, oh. nope, nope. Never. I've never died in a dream. I've had dreams where I've died, but they're not like nightmares. I've had dreams where like I, like I just fall die, and like then up. I wake up. Yeah, those are, those are but those are like little. Wait. Well, y'all know y'all know those like those short <laughs> dreams. They're like really short. Like you just get to sleep and like something spooks you awake, mm-hmm. and it's always like a trip or a fall. Waking up scared from a dream is really one of the worst feelings you can feel, I think. I agree. Especially if and you're like, sweaty. When I woke up last yeah. night, I was like, oh, there's somebody behind me. There's somebody behind you're me. You're in a bed. I know. I was, I lay, I'm was. laying on my side, though, right? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I had to, like, flip over <laughs> and see. <laughs> like, oh. And, like, <laughs> of, course, <laughs> and of course I've got a ladder in my room because I was putting up curtain and you walked under it oh i was like oh my god i like i woke up and i was conscious enough to know that was a ladder but i was still convinced somebody was behind me yeah so i flipped over really fast and yeah yeah. comma mouth that's when they killed me so i don't yeah i don't know about dreams man i don't i don't know if there's ever going to be like a straight answer for them never there's no way like for me like you know like nightmares are one thing but i think like there's some dreams that you really should pay attention to you know, yeah. Because I think I think they can help you know, if you think about them a little. You know, bit. I don't know if this was a dream actually, but I really I remember reading an article about this technology that they they put on your head, and you go to sleep, and it makes an image of your dreams that people can watch. That's not yet. I think you heard of that. It's okay, so it wasn't a dream. I think that's like a study that's probably there. But like I don't they're, know if yeah, it's they're, like they're definitely trying to do it. Like they're definitely trying to do it, and I think that would be terrifying, and I don't really. I don't want to see it. But like I could definitely yeah, think about okay, yeah. okay. But let's God, think about how okay. cool that could be for creative things. Like you could make a film <laughs> in your head. Yeah, hundred percent. That would be kind of cool, but also kind of sad because it takes yeah. out the collaboration. Yeah, I would say for me, I think it's cool to think about dreams as a way to process different things. Yeah, I think lucid dreaming would be really cool to do. I might try to do that, but like, let's be real. You all know I can't tell time after last week's episode <laughs> anyway. An, so I can't analog clock. So he I can't use know. a clock to yeah. help me figure it out. Sam, last words on dreams? Dream on. Dream on. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I don't really know. Like, I I can't give you any more last words because I don't dream. Well, I think my last. Words I consider are, myself yeah. a dreamer, but I'm not a dreamer. <laughs> okay. You know? You're not the only one. You're not the only one. Thanks, John. Not Lennon. the only one. <laughs> I think, like, my thing is, like, yeah, pay attention to your dreams because I really think they could help if you really feel them out, you know? Yeah, but you got to remember them first. Yeah, get you that got, dream get that journal, dream going, journal girl. going, And that'll, that'll God, really help. I wish I had said that. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's in there now. All right, Will, hit them with that last hard-hitting question. All right, so we're going we're gonna to try to uh, turn the dial down and get a little serious here for a second. It might not get that serious, though. It might be a little funny. Um, so this is one of those things, you know, as you as you are growing up, you're learning all these things. And what I want to know is what is something that you wish you had learned earlier in life? Like what's something that you wish you could go back in time and tell yourself? Oh, no. Um, Sam? Will? All right. I mean, I'll start us off. Will, Will knows, one thing, I guess. I don't, here's the thing. There are a ton of things. Sure. Like I would be like, I'd go back in time and be like, stop trying so hard. You're getting on everybody's nerves. I'd go back in time and say, you know, the the the, the macrame necklaces, not a good look. Oh, God almighty, Will. I would go back in time. But the one thing I would say is, and I think this is something that a lot of people could benefit from if they could learn it, is when you don't like somebody, 
you don't have to hate them. Like, there can be people that you just don't get along with. And you know what? It's okay that I don't like them. It's okay that they don't like me. Because guess what? There are personality types that just don't get along. So instead of, like, being like, oh, my gosh, I can't stand that person. I hate being around them. And spending so much of your time and energy talking about them and hating them. It's like, guess what? We can be cordial to each other. And you can stay on that side of the room. And I can stay on this side of the room. And we can still be, like, part of the same groups and get yeah. along fine without having to, like, have so much, like, nonsense going on. Yeah. And I say this like it's, like, something that I've had to deal with a lot. It's not. But, like, you know, there are people that get on your nerves. And well, it's like kind of like you're saying you learned it quick after that, or? Yeah, well, you well, like, I just think that there's a quote that, like, <coughs> holding a grudge is letting someone live rent-free in your head. And it's like, why? I use that all the oh, that's time. Good. Why, that's spend, work. why yeah. spend so much time and energy on somebody that gets on your nerves? Yeah, don't, don't ever let somebody like rent space out in your head. Let that's it what go. I always tell people at my work. I'm serious. I believe you. I say it all the time. But I don't, like, if I, if I could go back and tell myself something, I don't know. I, I'd, I, first, I'd go back and shake this kid for just being a weirdo, you know. <laughs> But if I wasn't ever that weirdo, I don't think I'd ever be who I am now. This you know? weirdo. Right, this weirdo. Um, but, like, I think if I could tell him anything, I'd tell him to, like, quit worrying about what other people think and just do you. That's what, yeah. You know? And, like, and also I think another thing is I would, I would tell him, like, don't put all your eggs in one basket and don't be scared of change because change is coming whether you like it or not, you know? And just be prepared. Because it's coming. Yeah, not to sound like a fortune yeah, cookie, but not, change yeah. is the only constant. Right. And so oh, I think that sucks. <laughs> I think that, that like sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think like saying that don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like I'm just saying, like, don't give yourself to people that aren't gonna matter in the future. Ooh. Like don't don't give part of yourself away to just have it given back or like Especially when you're that young because you don't even know so much about yourself yet. Right. Like, you don't have ch time to grow. Like, I would be like, hey, listen, like, take time to grow and, like, learn who you are before you start giving it away to other people because other people aren't going to hold you as important as you will ever, you know? Do you find that you, and when I say in relationships, I mean friendships, not yeah, just, sure, like, romantic sure. relationships. Do you find that you try to get deep really fast or do you... Are you okay staying at like a surface level for a while? Yeah, I, I think I think I like getting deep really fast. Me too, and it's because, dangerous because I like I like to know that person on a different level other than just base level friendship. I, I feel like having a deeper connection with somebody is something important, and I want to have it, but I don't think it's healthy. Yeah, I'm not sometimes like I feel like I yeah, give I'm away. Not, I'm not. I, I try to give that person more than they want, or given, and or, more, or than more than they're they giving back. You know? yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm not really like that. I, I mean, whenever most. This is going to sound lonely. Most of my friends aren't, we're not deep. Like right. Deep, but, like, I still consider them I really some of thought my you were about friends. to say most of my friends are on the internet. Uh, no. God, no. I don't um, think that was where we were going. So, like, uh, I'm glad that's not what you said. Most most of the friends that I have, like, from, especially from school, yeah, we're just not, we're not, like, on a deep, deep level. But that doesn't really bother me because, like, I still consider them one of my best friends ever. Sure. Like I don't. I don't think you have to have that deep connection for your friendship to be meaningful. And I don't. I don't either. But I. Th I think. No, I think different level friendships are all important. 
But I, I think with everybody, I want to have that deep connection. And, like, you'll find that, like, if you do that with some people, like, they're not ready for that or they take it the wrong way or, you know. And, like, I, I think, like, definitely going back, I would say, like, don't, don't give yourself away just to have all the, like, you know, you know, good times or time in general or love or respect or honesty just given back to you without any care in the world, you know. Because, like, I mean, I've had plenty of people in my life where, like, things are over or, like, friendships are ending and, like, it feels like they're just giving back everything you've ever given to them and you've just wasted that time, you know. And even though that time isn't a waste because I think you grow from it and I think even that other person grows from it Absolutely. and I think that you're both going to end up in a place that you're supposed to be in a place you're meant to be in a place that both of you are happy. But I just think that you could have gotten to that happy place a lot sooner had you not have put in all that work into one area of your life instead of spreading it out and not to spread yourself too thin but spreading it out over things you really care about and the things that are always going to be there like family or or like a job or maybe like a hobby you have like putting things there instead of putting your faith and trust in things that might not be there in the end you know it's tough it's a tough like pill it's to a swallow tough, it's a tough pill to swallow it's always painful you when you to, think you know? like you know, you can look back at your life at so many points and be like, oh, I thought that friendship was going to be forever. Last, right. And when it yeah. isn't, it's always painful. Yeah, but I mean, like, life sucks, but I think sometimes it's got to because I think you end up in a better place after. When That's always been my well, thought. Well, like, if I could go back. Yeah, um, go ahead, Sam. What, what would you say? Um, well, to I, your, to your I'm still trying to learn. I, well, well, I would also say this to my current self. Because mm -hmm. I, I, for some reason, I give people advice but I can't give myself advice because I won't I just won't listen to myself so what I'm saying is uh if I could go back and tell like my old self I would be like you don't live on this earth to satisfy other people you're on this earth for you and it's your right. life and you need to you need to have fun for you because like you don't like you like like you kind of like you said, like you don't need to be worried about what other people are thinking of you as long as it's you and you figure out what you want and what you want right. to do. That's all that matters because it's your life; it's not their life. So they're they're not controlling you; you're controlling you. Yeah. Can we talk for a second about? I knew we were coming back. Giving advice that you cannot take, or that you I'm don't telling use. You, I'm telling you, telling you, telling you that. Uh, the past three, four months of my life, I have been doing the exact, like, all the exact opposite steps of any advice that I would ever give to somebody. Right. Ever. And I think I think I have, like, a huge thing of doing that, too. Like, I'll tell somebody, like, like you need to do this or do that or don't do this or don't do that. And, like, I catch myself doing it a lot of times. And I'm like, yeah. I tell people not to do this. The other day, I stepped out of my body for a second. Not really, but yeah. I just was like, That'd be gross. let me just look at this for a second. And I was like, if I was looking at my, my, my situation as a, like a third party unrelated, I'd be like, dude. Like, what are you doing? Then everything you got wrong to get here. It like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I've, I don't think you can ever get around that. And I think we're, we're going to do that because... And, and I think sometimes we'll give advice like that because we've been through those situations, mm -hmm. but we know that if we were in those situations again, 
that we would do the same thing we did before because I, I think I think at our core, like just as humans, like we don't like hearing the word no and we want things to turn out the way we want them to turn out and when they don't, it it like takes a piece of us, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's a piece that'll get taken away and it's not coming back, but a new piece will grow there. But I think that like you you give that advice to not be followed. Like you, you want people to do it differently than you do it. And I think that's kind of where I'm going is, like, I want you to be better than what I was, and I want you to do things differently than 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 I did. Because I, I like, for me, I like seeing success stories, and I like seeing things turn out a lot better than the way they turned out in my situations. So I give advice on, on those grounds because I'm hoping that if I ever was in that situation again that I would take my own advice. Yeah, but I think from in my, like, instances that I'm thinking about, I'm giving advice without ever necessarily being in those particular okay. situations. I like, see that. I'm like, you know, why would you ever do this? Yeah. And then fast forward, I'm like, I'm the idiot. Like, I'm that doing I'm, it. I'm the I'd idiot be like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm the idiot I was talking to earlier. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know, man. It's it's rough, but I th- I think. I think all we can do is try. Like, I think that's all That's all there is there is, like, as long as you're trying to make the difference, as long as you're trying to be different, that's all that really matters because yeah. something good's going to come out of it. Yeah. I think that's the final words, guys. Yeah. Just, like, I think like get out there the land and try to make things better. Make things happen. That's real. And, and I'll say that, like, anything you're going through right now, like, It'll get better. Like, yeah, it's going to suck, and you're going to learn from it. But, like, eventually things and work out. a million people probably already told you this. But, right. like, it will. Like, it will. You have to understand. You're not – I mean, you have to understand that it will always. Yeah. There's – yeah. And I think sometimes that can, that can so be the guys, thing Wait, we have to acknowledge that sometimes, though, it's going to get worse before it gets oh, better. Oh, absolutely. But it, yeah. there's al- there's always that light at the end the of the tunnel. The roller coaster goes down before it goes back up again. Like – it's got to go down, you know. You got to have that momentum to get yourself out of the hole. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I think I think that's a good place to land. All right, bye. <laughs> no, no, Sam, <laughs> shut up. No, but like, thank thank you guys for listening to yeah. the uh, the Orange Couch podcast episode two with the return of Sam Askew. The king has returned. Yeah. No, oh, I don't know about that. Cut that yeah. out. But uh, <laughs> so yeah. I, I think. Thanks for listening. And I, I really enjoying the feedback we're getting from our audience, and, I, and I, I'm really enjoying what we got going. And we're really gonna try to get it going on a good schedule. Yeah, guys, be sure that you follow us on Instagram. Send us an email. Give us some topics, and we'll be sure to give you a shout out. Yeah, you give them give them the Instagram handle and the email. All right, guys, it's gonna be the Orange Couch Podcast on Instagram and the Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. And so uh, this is Colin. Any last words, Sam? To that one star reviewer. We hope the audio is better this time. Yeah, thanks a lot Thank for the you. one star. Thank you for the feedback. I enjoy our really appreciate five it. stars. Will, and to those words? Wait, and to those five-star reviews, we really appreciate yeah, we you as appreciate well. appreciate it. I'm just going to give a shout-out today to uh, Miller Pickle. Uh, he's been an avid fan of our podcast from day one, so cool thanks guy. for that, Miller. So uh, this is Colin signing out. My last words are, um, if, you, if you do happen to – you know, come across a little piece of roadkill. Try not to get all hot and bothered. Just, just keep oh on driving. No. I'd be coming back. That's uh, a terrible yeah. way to <laughs> but, uh, end it. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Hey guys, um, I just want to do a few shout outs before we actually just completely end the podcast. So uh, this week, our shout outs go to Kristen and Reese Houston, Cody Evans, Sherry and Michael Newberry, 
J.C. Johnson, and Austin Coward. So keep tuning into the podcast and send us your questions and comments, and make sure you hit up our Insta and our email to get your questions out. Um, We'll try to answer as many as possible, and we'll do a few shout-outs every week. So uh, keep staying tuned to the Orange Couch Podcast. Thanks. We'll be right back.